Welcome to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast, bringing you actionable tips to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. If you care about nutrition and fitness and want to make progress in your unique wellness journey, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. We are in our season three, Starting Strong, where we are trying to implement habits and practices that will cause us to launch into 2022 as our best self. So last week, I talked to you about intermittent fasting, sort of the research behind it and why you should consider intermittent fasting. This week, I wanted to talk to you more on a practical level. What is intermittent fasting and how can you try it out? So the two main types of intermittent fasting in the research primarily are the 16-8 protocol and the 5-2 protocol. A lot of these intermittent fasting protocols have numbers in them, but don't let that throw you for a loop. It's pretty simple. The 16-8 protocol is referring to hours in the day. And intermittent fasting is not actually a diet, it's an eating schedule. So the 16-8 protocol is when you are fasting for 16 hours, most of those you're sleeping or perhaps half. And then for eight hours, it is your eating window. Other people call it your feeding window. Some people call it your feasting window. So 16-8 protocol is what I have been observing for about three years. And I'm super surprised that I actually, I might not go as far as to say I enjoy it, but it has become just a normal part of my lifestyle. I frequently might break my fast a little bit early. So maybe a, you know, I fast more like 14 to 15 hours, but I do not consider that a failure. I consider that just a step in the right direction. I'm focusing on myself making progress toward a 16-8 protocol. I don't require myself to be perfect. Now, if the 16-8 or even the 14 or 15 hours of fasting sounds like a little much for you, I would love to recommend a 12-12 protocol. It's exactly what it sounds like. Some people also call it an overnight fast. The 12-12 protocol is something that most people can handle right off the bat. What it is, is you actually restrict your eating to 12 hours of the day. So you're fasting for 12 hours of the day, and then you're eating for 12 hours of the day. So you could choose a time like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. to eat. You could choose a time like 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. to eat, depending on your personality. And of course, all these protocols, most of my clients and myself who do the 16-8 protocol, many of us eat somewhere between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. or perhaps 12 noon to 8 p.m. But really, if you work second shift or third shift, you can shift these hours to whatever works best for you. In addition, while most of my clients and I prefer a clock-based system, the research is actually based on the fasting period. So if possibly you maybe stopped eating sooner, you could actually break your fast sooner. So that would be essentially basing your fast on a rolling window. You could use an app or simply a notebook to track this. During the fasting period for any of these protocols, you're generally focusing on non-caloric liquids. So for example, black coffee, herbal tea, water, things like that. As a rule of thumb, I coach through what's called the faster way to fat loss. And we give as a rule of thumb that you could eat that you could consume 50 calories, but no fiber during that fasting period. 
Most people use that to sort of jazz up their coffee or tea drink with something such as almond milk creamer, something like that. I miraculously, because I used to take my coffee sort of like a little bit of coffee with a lot of whole milk and also a bunch of equals I would dump into before I realized that might not be the best thing to be starting the day eating. I actually love something called kombucha and I sometimes drink between about 8 and 16 ounces of kombucha during my fasting period, which stays within that 50 calorie rule of thumb. The other type intermittent fasting that has frequently been studied is called the 5-2 protocol. And in this case, 5-2 refers to the number of days in the week. So on five days, you would be eating normally. And on two days, you would essentially be fasting. And these two fasting days should be non-consecutive days. So perhaps Monday and Thursday. And so the definition of fasting in this case is eating under approximately five to 600 calories for the entire day. So many people would actually be fasting, focusing on liquids most of the day and perhaps have a well-balanced dinner meal. Other people would eat sort of less food and lighter food, but throughout the day. So those are some research-based types of intermittent fasting are some other types of intermittent fasting that I came across while researching for this episode, and I'll briefly go over them. They are not as substantiated in the research, but I do think since they share some of the same undergirding principles, likely they might have similar results. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me on social media at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Now, back to the show. So one is called the circadian rhythm intermittent fasting method. That is simply following sort of the sunrise, sunset, and eating during daylight hours. So if you look for an intermittent fasting app, sometimes they have where you can put in your zip code and then it will know when the sun is rising and setting in your part of the world and you can fast based on the rise and fall of the sun. Another type is called the warrior diet. The warrior diet is called that because it's supposed to be hearkening back to sort of our our ancestors who were hunter-gatherers and perhaps did not have meat and did not have fattening type foods very frequently because they mostly gathered, but sometimes they were successful in the hunt and they would sort of be feasting. So this warrior diet promotes eating very lightly early in the day and having one larger meal, including Um, meats, etc. as one meal later in the day as dinner or supper, whereas in earlier part of the day, simply consuming fruits and vegetables. The last type of intermittent fasting I wanted to share with you is simply called spontaneous meal skipping. And that is just if you get to a meal time that you typically eat, however, you don't feel hungry. You do have the option to simply skip that meal and perhaps eat later if you become hungry. So These are the basic types of intermittent fasting. I've been seeing more and more in the news about intermittent fasting and how different celebrities, different researchers and scientists are recommending intermittent fasting. So I just wanted to give you sort of a quick overview last week of the research behind intermittent fasting, focusing on the human studies and the animal studies. And then this week, just sort of a 30,000 foot view of the types of intermittent fasting you can try. So to recap, the most studied 
methods of intermittent fasting are the 168 protocol and the 52 protocol. The 168 protocol refers to the number of hours in the day you are fasting and the number of hours in the day you are eating. If you find 168 too challenging, most people can start with a 1212 and then expand perhaps 15 minutes to a half an hour per day until they reach the goal of the amount of fasting hours they wish to have. The 52 is the other most studied method. 5 and 2 refer to the number of days. And then the less studied methods are the circadian rhythm schedule, the warrior diet, and spontaneous meal skipping. Based on my own personal experience and my observation of other people who are, who are observing an intermittent fasting lifestyle, I find that if you focus on what you are consuming rather than what you're not consuming, it is helpful. So for example, I do drink black coffee. I fill my mug up. Then I sort of have a second half mug. That takes me into the mid-morning. Then I drink some cinnamon tea. After the cinnamon tea, I focus on drinking water. I set up three water bottles early in the day so they're ready for me. And then that usually takes me right to my breakfast meal at around 11 a.m. or noon. However, if I'm feeling particularly interested in drinking something else, I might have some kombucha, as I mentioned. So by focusing on what I am consuming, it sort of focuses me on the positive rather than the negative of not consuming things. So that is sort of my best intermittent fasting tip. I would love to hear from you. If you try any of these intermittent fasting methods, let me know how it's going. You can contact me at tracybairdwellness at gmail.com. You could also find me through the contact form on my website, tracybairdwellness.com. I would always love to hear from you. As usual, I'm here because I care about you. I think you can change yourself. I believe you can change your family. I believe you can change the next generation and you are worth it. Thank you for listening to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast. For more from me, head over to my website and grab my latest free resource. You can find it at tracybairdwellness.com slash free. That's F-R-E-E. If you want more podcasts, vote with your five-star review wherever you listen. Your feedback really does make a difference. Now, make it a great day.